Then Herod secretly summoned the wise men and asked them the exact time that Tar appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. And when you find him, report back to me so I can go and worship him. After hearing the king, they went on their way. And there was there the star where they had seen in the east. It led them until they came and stopped upon the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they overjoyed and beyond measure. Entering in the house, they saw the child with the Mary, his mother, and falling to their knees and worship him. Then they opened their treasures and they presented with him the gifts of gold, frankincense, and man, myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to go back that way, they returned to their own country by another route. After they had gone, an angel of the Lord suddenly appeared to Joseph, saying in a dream, Get up! Take the child. And his mother fled to Egypt and stay there until, until I hear, until you hear from me. For Herod is about to search the city to destroy him. So they got up and took the child and his mother during the night and escaped to Egypt. And he stayed there until Herod's death. So that, so that that was spoken by the Lord and through the prophet might be fulfilled. Out of Egypt, I called my son. Amen. In this midst of the scriptures, there's a lot of sermons. Even one Reverend Reed preached this morning when he said, get up. And he told them to get up and go to Egypt. But the main thing in the Christmas story, in this story, is you can see how man can act. But the main thing is, God, have you ever asked this question? Why would God not, whose son is born poor, he supplied his needs by the wise men bringing the frankincense and the myrrh and the gold? These are precious commodities. But they were there for a reason. They were there so that Jesus can live in Egypt until Herod died. God provided provisions so that they can go and live in Egypt until the time for them to return. But the thing that we got to understand about God is even though the wise men brought physical gifts, which is the problem with us today, is because we feel that the only thing that we can give is physical things to make us feel good. Yes, yes. But see, like I told them in Sunday school, God demonstrated what you need to do first because God did it to you first. And if God did it to you first, then God can teach you how to do it to others. When Jesus was born, he brought some gifts that don't cost no money. He brought some gifts that's free. According to the scriptures, the Bible says that God freely gave. It don't cost nothing. How many of 
start charging for stuff that's free. <laughs> oh, y'all laughing when I get through. I bet you get charged. Because you, 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 you charge because you feel this is the only way that you know that you got to give. But God didn't charge you. God brought it with you. All right. And God don't require of us to get paid for it because he paid it for himself. Right. And when he paid for it, he said, I brought you some free gifts. Now we all in this Santa Claus era. Hey, y'all seen the commercial by Liberty Mutual where they said that you got accident forgiveness and it don't cost you nothing. Well, the new word that Dr. Pearson brought today was dis dis disclosure. They lied. Because if you really try to get that type of insurance, your rates are higher than normal. So they say it don't cost you nothing. But not only do you have high rates until you have an accident, then once you have that so-called free accident, then the next thing that happens, they jack up your rates. I'm glad God ain't that way. He brought some gifts that we are trying to charge for. And if we want to do and be like God, then we got to stop trying to charge for what God then gave us. See, it works this way. And maybe, maybe this will help you. How many of you are good at doing this and don't lie? Somebody gave you a gift. You don't like the gift. But instead of giving the gift to somebody else, you make them pay for the gift. <laughs> oh, don't be out. I mean, don't think I'm crazy. It's a whole bunch of folks do that. And see, because they didn't want the gift, instead of giving it to somebody, they're going to charge them for, the, for, for what they wanted. See, we sitting over here acting like y'all so holy. Y'all know what y'all be doing. <laughs> And you don't even tell them it was a gift. You said I didn't want to take it back to the store because I didn't want to get my money back, but so why don't you buy it from me? <laughs> Disclosure called lying. That's right. See, <laughs> that's why they don't like me teaching Sunday school. <laughs> the deacons kicked me out today. But God in the scripture is telling us. Let's get to the first free gift that he gave. And let's see how we charge him for. All right now. The first gift Jesus bought was love. All right now. Preach it. And it was free. When they asked Jesus in Matthew 22, they said, Master, which of these is the greatest commandments in the law? And Jesus said, Thou shalt love the God, and you love your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. That's the first greatest commandment. And the second one is, Love thy neighbor as you love yourself. Right. Now that one you charge for. That's right. <laughs> Preach it. Right. Amen. And the only reason why you don't charge for the first one 
It's because you can't charge God to make him love you back. God's going to do it freely, so you can't charge. But you will charge everybody else All right. for love. You know my love? It's going to cost you. You got to earn my love. And if, if you're married, if you really love me, with a present. Your word ain't good enough. With a present. Because that's the only way you can show me that you love me. But that ain't what God doesn't say. He said, I ain't extended love without free of charge. I plead love because I love you. Because you are a part of me. And what we need to start doing is quit trying to charge for love and start admitting that love is free and that you don't have to have love of what they give and do for you. You love them because you love them because of God's love. You're still charging our kids. You got your tree up. Life looking good. But if you don't put nothing up there with their name on it, they're going to claim you didn't love them. Because uh -oh, they're supposed to have something under there with their name on it. Amen. Well, I noticed when Jesus was born, there wasn't nothing under there with his name on it. Right he came out of pure love. And he came as a manger. And he came poor. And he never tried to charge for one thing. He just came because love don't cost nothing. Love set people free. But we can't set people free because we're not teaching the right love. How many of y'all got this in your life? You tell a little kid, I love you. And they say, well, give me some money or give me something. Then you say, I ain't got nothing. They say, you don't love me. It's all based on that type of thinking. But the Bible says that you've got to learn to teach the love that God has given. And the God says, love the Lord with all thy heart, all thy soul, and all your mind. I don't see a price tag on that. I see that God says, love one another as you love yourself. I don't see a price tag on that, but I don't mind. I've got to disclose some stuff. We don't even got to the point we can't even love ourselves. Not that we gotta buy ourselves something. Oh yeah, y'all think I'm joking, huh? I love me, so we yeah, you have buying something. You just can't love you because you love you because of who you are. You can't love because of what God done gave. We can't love the Lord because we don't know how to love ourselves. And it's hard for us to love the Lord the way we're supposed to love him. Now, I'm going to get you where I know you don't believe, but I'm going to tell you what the Bible says. The Bible says love the Lord above your family. Yeah, he comes along. Right. Right. See, that, that, that was right there. We, we done. He says, you love them above these things, including your family. That's why sometimes you just need to go to the scriptures. Because, see, we don't want to teach this, but if you got the right love, 
you don't have to worry about that love. Because if you love God right, then God going to teach you how to love the family right. And when he teaches you how to love the family right, love won't be a problem in your life. Because God is not so cruel that he wants you to treat them bad. God says, if you love me right, I'm going to show you how to love them right. And when they learn how to love right, then love is going to pray itself. And then they're going to learn how to teach somebody else how to love right. And it's not going to be based on stuff. It's going to be based on love. And it's going to be based on the eternalness of what God has done. In Matthew 10 and 34, he says these words to us. Don't assume that I come to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I came to turn man against his father, a daughter against his mother, a daughter-in-law against a mother-in-law, and a man's enemy will be members of his household. The person who loves the father or mother or more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever doesn't take up his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. That sounds cruel. That sounds wrong. But let me help you out while God don't mind saying it. Because he said, I love you so much. I, I can give so much love that I'm going to teach you how to love where no matter what they do to you, no matter how bad your family gets, no matter what the door happens behind those closed doors, no matter what that family's trying to do, whatever mom and dad is trying to do, whatever's going on, whatever your brothers and sisters are trying to do again, that Jesus is saying at this place, don't think that I just don't do that. That James and Jews didn't believe in me. They treated me just like they don't treat you. But you don't love them back.
He said, I don't care if you have some stuff, but can you give your stuff up to be with me and follow me? The Bible says Jesus lacked for nothing because his father took care of him. And he said, if I can take care of the grass, the grasshopper, and if I can take care of sparrow, can I take care of you? But you want to charge for love. And when you charge for it, you're going to get nothing back. Because love is supposed to be freely given. That's why we have a hard time doing the second command. Because you think in order for me to love you, you got to do something. I got to do something to make you love me. You can't just love me because I'm me. You gotta, I gotta do something to make you love me. Well, I'm sorry. I know I done learned this in life. I done learned what God just said. And I heard it today. And I love what he said. They were sitting at the table breaking bread this morning. And they were talking about how they were sick. And one of the men said, Well, don't ask him. He's gonna say something good. And then I looked at him and said, good, because that's the same way my God acts. He don't try to crucify you. He don't try to kill you. He try to love you through it. He try to pull you through it. He try to do good through it. No matter how bad you have got, it's love from God. No matter how bad you think, it's love from God. No matter how bad you think, you can do it. Forgive them, for they know not 
what they do. Sometimes we need to learn that unforgiveness is going to cost you something. Sometimes unforgiveness is going to bring bitterness where you're at the doctor's office. Sometimes unforgiveness is going to bring jealousy in your life and you're going to run up on the wrong person who got the same attitude as you do. Always remember this. And I know it's hard for you to imagine. There's always evil and there's worse evil than you are evil. And if you don't want to forgive, you can let evil is going to find somebody that's more evil than you are. But if you want to do it God's way, if you learn to forgive, yeah. the reason why you go through the stuff you go through, because God is trying to teach you to forgive.
I'm talking about free gifts. But I'm telling you to quit charging them for it. Because he didn't charge you. He said, be an example. Learn how to give. Now, I can use ministry and I can use myself. I grew up like the rest of the folk grew up. I was a taker and wasn't a giver. I would take everything I didn't get my paws on. Because you can call me a hoarder. I was a whore over taking this word and not letting nobody take it back from me. But then I met this beautiful woman who taught me how to give. I didn't know how to give. But no matter what I would do, she would keep on giving. She kept on giving up. So I had to learn how to give up. She kept on forgiving I had to learn how to forgive. She kept on giving. And I had to keep on giving. She gave of her money. She gave of her time. She gave of herself. And I had to learn how to keep on giving. God said, be an example for others. And sometimes he'll bring people in your life that they'll teach you exactly what to do. Most of us don't like them people. Most of us don't want to be around them people. Most of us don't want to have nothing to do with them people. Most of us call them people names. Most of us tell them that they soft. Most of us tell them that they ain't strong. But deep down inside, them people that learn how to give, and they just keep on giving, and they know what the Bible says. Give, it shall be given to you. Shake that, press it, with all measure. They understand, no matter what they do to you, you just keep on giving. You just keep on giving. Because one day, they gonna play. Some people, they got hungry souls. 
They act the way they act because they don't know no other way to act. They do what they do because the world done taught them to do. But all they got to do is run into a belief that is totally opposite of what the world said. When the Bible said, do not conform to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. When they run into a person like that, their souls get hungry for what God has for them. And then uh, they want to know what you got. They want to start doing what you do. They're ready to change their ways. And they kept looking at you. They saw your love when you weren't supposed to love. They saw your communion when you weren't supposed to forgive. They saw you give when you weren't supposed to give. They kept looking at you. They kept talking to you. Walk the road. Talk the road. Act like what Christ was saying. They looking at you and deep down inside their soul is getting hungrier and hungrier and hungrier and one day like Nicodemus they gonna say to you what must I do to be saved
until 11 o'clock the next day. How can we get this back into the old way? I don't like what daddy and mama's trying to do. At 11 o'clock on Sunday morning, they telling me to get up and get ready to come to church. I don't even like church. I don't even know what they're going to church for. Every time I look around, all I see is hypocrite. I don't know what they so praising God all about. And I ain't got that in my soul. I want to know, how can we get some more money? How can we get some more stuff out of my clothes? Where's my Nike? Where's my shirt? That's where I need to do. Ain't got all it. My daddy got it all. How come you ain't doing what you used to do? You used to buy me everything. Now you're not buying me nothing. Cause I'm trying to get you the best thing that you can have. That's Jesus in your life.
a loving person. I got to ask you a question. Do you do that for you? Or you do that to give credit to him? Because if it wasn't for him, you wouldn't know how to do it. If it wasn't for him, you wouldn't be able to do it. If it wasn't for him, you will not be able to do what needs to be done. So I'm going to just flat. Show out for me. Can I have a minute so I can get my praise on? Can I have a minute to get my praise on? You done did your thing. Now I'm ready to do my thing. And I want to give credit when credit is due. I want to give God his glory.
inside of you is my dynamo. What's your problem? Is? You don't want the fuse that you think I'm gonna blow you up, but inside of you is dynamo. You got Decrease so he can increase. 